Well, hello, everyone. I am Matt Williamson, and we are going to talk about when the Steelers have the ball Saturday, 4.30 in Baltimore. Standalone game. First game of the last weekend of the regular season. Huge for the Steelers, not so huge for the Ravens. But while the Ravens will be resting some folks, their wonderful defensive coordinator will not be resting. So he is going to throw a lot at the Steelers. He's going to game plan very well against the Steelers. I can promise you that. And we know it's going to be Mason Rudolph backed up by Kenny Pickett, which I think is the right move. So let's dig in. The Steelers now average 5.1 yards per play. But over their past three games, they're at 5-9. That's pretty darn good. Only the Browns are better than Baltimore's 4.6 yards per play allowed. But over the last three, they allow 5-8. So over the last three games, the Steelers are averaging 5-9. Ravens are allowing 5-8. Big numbers. Pittsburgh has thrown the ball just under 40 or 54% of the time. Only five offenses throw it less. Over the past three games, only the Bills throw it less than Pittsburgh. When ahead on the scoreboard, Pittsburgh has just a 45.7 dropback rate. Only one offense is under such circumstances throw it less. So when they're winning, only one team throws it less than the Steelers. When they have the lead in second halves of games, they're the lowest percentage in the league. They just sit on you. I mean, it's pretty obvious what the Steelers are doing right now. Steelers are still in 11 personnel, the fifth highest rate in the league. They have been drifting to more and more 12, but for the season, they're still fifth in there. The opposing offenses are attacking the Ravens out of 11 personnel at the highest rate in the league. Now, some of that's because they're probably losing late in games, so they put three receivers on the field. But Steelers run a lot of 11. Opponents are attacking Baltimore with a lot of 11. Baltimore allows just 16.4 points per game, best in the NFL. (laughs) They're also first in sacks, first in takeaways. They're second in the league in red zone scoring and touchdown percentage allowed, as well as fourth in total yardage allowed per game and sixth in passing yards allowed per game. They allow the third best completion percentage allowed. They're one, two, three, in basically all important categories. They're real good. How about this? In terms of offensive points per game, the Ravens have faced the Dolphins, who are first in offensive points per game, the Niners, who are third, and the Lions, who are fifth. They can't play the second-place team because they're the second-place team. In those three games, they outscored those opponents 127-44. to Wow. Wow. The Steelers put up a season-high 468 yards last week in Seattle, in which a game they didn't have a three-and-out offensively. Only five different Steelers skill position players and just two wide receivers touched the ball in that game. Okay. Last week, Rudolph's total EPA was seventh-highest among all NFL quarterbacks of the week. He targeted outbreaking routes on 37.5% of his attempts last week, completing all nine of those for 147 yards. Just isolating week 16 and week 17, the Rudolph starting, you know, weeks with passers with 20 or more passing attempts. Rudolph Rudolph has the six most passing yards, the highest yards per attempt, and the 10th highest yards per attempt of all the quarterbacks over that two-week stretch. It's only a two-week stretch against two bad defenses, but it's highly productive. 
Along those lines, Rudolph's averaging 10.5 yards per pass attempt compared to 6.4 for Pickett, 5.9 for Trubisky. You're probably aware that this George Pickens fellow has been on a bit of a hot streak, but how about this? He has 326 receiving yards over the past two weeks and is averaging 29.6 yards per catch during the last two with Rudolph as a starting quarterback. Last time he faced Baltimore, he racked up 130 yards. In Seattle, Pickens averaged 5.04 yards per route run. Of all wide receivers with at least 50 targets this season, Pickens ranks second in routes per team dropback. So he's been out there a lot. Fourth in yards per target, second in yards per reception, and sixth in yards after the catch per reception. Rudolph has targeted Pickens on 30.6% of his pass attempts this season, the highest rate on the team. Pickens has five receptions of 34 yards over the 34 yards or more over the past two weeks with Rudolph. Six. Deontay Johnson has been targeted nine times over the past two games, catching six passes for 91 yards. But his 42 yard reception last week was the longest gain of the, his longest gain of the season, and his 76 receiving yards was his most since week nine. Johnson needs three catches for his fifth straight season with 50-plus receptions. Baltimore allows 5.9 yards per target to allow to receivers aligned on the perimeter, though, where Johnson and Pickens do almost all their work. That's best in the league. Shocker. The Ravens have 15 different defenders with a sack this season. Justin Matabuke is a stud. I don't think he'll play. He leads away with 13. Jadavian Clowney's been reborn there. He has eight and a half. Kyle Van Noy has eight. Matabuke has at least half a sack in 12 of his last 13 games. Rudolph has only been sacked twice though in the last two games. The NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing. Bet Online is you covered with all the up-to-second odds, news, and scores with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today and get into the action and see what all the updated odds. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV, believe, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. They have combined for 327 carries and 1,514 rushing yards and nine touchdowns. They've combined to catch 80 passes for 502 receiving yards. No other Steeler ball carrier has more than 54 yards. I mean, <laughs> I think it's Pickett and Trubisky are tied for third. I mean, it's been those two are the entire ground game all year. So Warren is a receiver. He has route partic- participation marks of 83, 59, and 81% over the past three games and has received at least 20% of the team's targets over that stretch. Of all NFL running backs with at least 50 targets, He's sixth in targets, fifth in receptions, 12th in receiving yards, eighth in team targets percentage, third in targets per route run, fifth in yards per route run, and fifth in yards after the catch. Amongst all backs, two weeks ago, Najee's Najee's 19 touches tied his season high. 
Last week, Harris touched the ball 27 times, all rushing attempts. He scored three touchdowns over those two games. Just based off of EPA in Week 17, only James Conner and Aaron Jones gave their respective teams more than Harris did. And Warren wasn't far behind, finishing with the 10th best running back in Week 17. And how about this? Of Harris's 122 rushing yards last week, 118 of it came after first contact. Wasn't like the line was bad, but he got a lot of yardage after first contact. This might shock people too, because people don't think of him as an explosive player. But of all running backs with at least 100 carries, he's seventh in percentage of runs that go for 15 or more yards. He just needs 87 yards to reach his third straight 1,000-yard season. He's shooting for his third straight game with 75-plus rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. And his 27 touches, all were runs, last week were the most of the season. Of all running backs with at least 100 carries, Warren ranks second in yards per carry and second in percentage of runs to go 15 or plus more yards. Warren has 50-plus yards from scrimmage in eight of his last nine games. His 17 touches last week were also a season high. The Steelers averaged just 2.9 yards for rushing attempts against Baltimore earlier this season, but they did have 30 attempts. They stuck with it. But since week 10 against Cleveland, the Ravens' run defense has allowed 878 yards on the ground. That's over 125 per game. That's a big stretch since week 10. During those most recent seven games, Baltimore's opponents have averaged 5.2 yards per carry. So their run defense has not been great. I don't think Roquan Smith's going to play, but him and Patrick Queen have missed just 53 snaps for the whole season. Kyle Hamilton, I also doubt will play, but he's the only defensive back in the NFL with 10 or more tackles for loss and 10 or more pass defenses. Per EPA, which I very much believe in, only five offenses have faced a more difficult slate of defenses thus far than the Steelers. And the Ravens currently have the second best defense per EPA. So they faced the fifth toughest slate and they have the second toughest one if everyone were playing, of course. And the Steelers have secured their 20th straight losing season without a losing record, the second longest streak in NFL history, as you know. That probably should have been the general section, but there you have it. I do think the Steelers can have some success. It's going to be a grind. Rudolph's going to have to play well. The line's going to have to play well. But I expect them to score some points. We might get some weather, too, which could slow things down. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow.